0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Joining us on the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline is Jeff McCausland, a veteran reporter who has covered defense issues and national security issues for a very long time for CBS Radio News. Jeff, it is good to have you back with us on KDKA. I'm not sure who's older. I think KDKA is older, but it's only by a few years, right?
1: Older than me, I mean that's Trump, Jack. I mean, I uh, you heard my feelings, Jeff. Come on,
0: Jeff. You and I have both been around a time or ten, so uh, we true. we certainly can understand. I'm really curious to know what your take is on the word that just came down from Merrick Garland talking about the suspect in the documents leak case being taken into custody in Massachusetts and where this story is going.
1: Well, first of all, I'm not surprised that they found this guy because it seemed like an amateurish effort in the way we can check IP addresses and check photographs and date stamps and all that kind of stuff very quickly to identify uh, who this was involved. Second of all, this particular chat group on Discord was relatively small, only a few dozen people. And then thirdly, of course, you can take a quick look at how many people had access to this particular information and could have got their hands on it. And that will be the critical question, I think, moving ahead, is the question of because this guy had a security clearance, and I'm confident that he did, does not mean that he necessarily needed access. Access revolves around a phrase, needs to know. You know, I had top-secret cosmic clearances in the Pentagon and also in the White House. That didn't mean I could just wander into any office and start leafing through documents that had nothing to do with my particular job. So why did this guy have access is going to be a quick question. Second question is, why did it take us so long? Because apparently he was floating these documents on this particular chat group for the last several months, and it wasn't apparently until they then migrated, which they can easily do, to larger, uh, larger social media platforms such as Twitter, Telegram, etc., that we became aware of it and began the investigation.
0: Jeff, as we look at the documents that are out there, I mean, one of them is talking about the Ukraine-Russia situation. Another, South Korea, is asking questions of the United States based on uh, things that were there. Hungary is another one. Of, Of the things that have been gathered at this point, is one more damaging than the other to the United States? It seems to me that all of them seem to be pretty damning,
1: don't they? Yeah, they're pretty damning, with no doubt about it. I mean, people know who work in these issues that do you spy or conduct intelligence on your friends? The answer is yes. That's what embassies do, either in friendly countries or in countries that you're opposed to. The embassy is there to gather information on what's going on in the country. So we know this is going on. We don't like to have it exposed as broadly as obviously was done in this particular social chat room. So it's going to be damaging to all those allies. That being said, you might say there's a degree of plausible deniability here in that we know that some of these documents were, exact, were obviously altered and manufactured, most notably the ones that had to do with Russian and Ukrainian casualties. The documents seem to, at some point, have inflated the number of Ukrainian casualties, reduced the number of Russian casualties. But those were obviously misinformation or at least altered. And that allows some of these countries to do what they're already doing. And that is deny that this actually is part of, it, of the treasure trove of information. That this part of the information is actually misinformation. So the Pentagon has already fully acknowledged that a large portion are obviously relevant and true. We'll never know unless you have access to the original document which were actually true and which were contrived.
0: Are we talking about a... Treason charge here. I mean, is this something that is serious enough that could escalate to that level of legal charge?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, he could be tried under the official secrets of the laws and spend an awful lot of time in jail. And this in what some ways, is sort of Bradley Manning redux. if you remember mm. Bradley Manning, which yeah. now is probably 15 years or more ago, very similar in many ways as I was thinking about it. A young enlisted man, in that case, he was an army guy working intel stuff, doing it in Kuwait, had access to all kinds of information, working late-night shifts, probably with very little supervision. In his case, he just he downloaded them to flash drives and then started spreading them around. None <clears throat> of it appeared to have certain psychological or at least personality disorders. And it's suggested already that may be the case with this airman. But I have to stress, stress that we're at the very beginning of this. This guy has just been identified. He hasn't even been formally charged yet. So we've got to be careful. you know to read too much into it at this early stage of the story
0: Jeff McCausland joining us from CBS Radio News Jeff do we have any idea who altered those documents is that something that could have been done by this airman or is it more likely that it was done by perhaps a quote-unquote guilty party if you see where I'm going with that or is it something perhaps it was done by somebody in order to protect American interests
1: all those could be true. I think in the case of the alteration of the casualty figures, likely done by the Russians or somebody friendly to the Russians, who obviously want to want to dampen down the number of casualties reported on the Russian side and inflate the ones on the Ukrainian side. Some people could have also tried to stick in other things, such as this story about the, the Koreans uh, being unwilling to provide artillery ammo to Ukraine, reports about the UAE cooperating with Russian intelligence, reports about Israel, whereby it suggested the head of Mossad was encouraging members of Mossad, Israeli intelligence services, to demonstrate against the government. Any one of those could possibly be misinformation put out there by a foreign power. My guess would be the Russians, in an effort to drive wedges between the United States and some of our allies. Or they could, in fact, be true. Anything relating
0: to China as part of these? I've not seen it. That doesn't mean it's not there, but it seems odd that there's not something about China as part of these uh, as part of these documents.
1: That's an interesting point. Uh, And you're and you're right. I haven't seen anything related to China. But I think what we've got here is a snapshot, an update brief about the war in Ukraine. So consequently, anything directed about the war in Ukraine would be, you know, center post of all this picture analysis. So in every case, there was a tie to the war in Ukraine. In the case of Egyptians, reports the Egyptians were planning on potentially selling rockets to Russia. In the case of Israel, Israeli reluctance like the South Koreans on selling uh, armaments to the Israelis. So in all the things so far, there's been some tie back to the war in Ukraine as the centerpiece theme. And that's why I think the documents might have been part of a a daily periodic update, which certain people in the government would would be getting regularly on what was going on, what was the status of things at that particular moment, and this guy somehow got access to it.
0: Jeff McCausland joining us here from CBS Radio News. Jeff, I could talk to you forever, but I know you've got a lot of other people probably uh, waiting to bend your ear, so thanks for jumping on, KDKA.
1: My pleasure. Yep.
0: Jeff McCausland joining us here on The Voice of Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's news, weather and traffic station. The latest news, a Massachusetts Air National Guard member emerging as a main person of interest in the disclosure of those highly classified military documents having to do with the Ukraine war taken into custody by federal agents today in Massachusetts. Uh, Federal agents were there, along with some other very heavily guarded uh, tactical agents Uh, They believe that the guardsman who specializes in intelligence was the one who led the online chat group where the documents were ultimately posted. He's been identified as a 21-year-old named Jack Teixeira. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app